0: Hello there, it's episode 18 of the BitPad podcast, recorded on March 19th, 2016. Uh, Got some shout-outs for you today. My shout-outs for uh, the old Lord Kilmore, who happens to be in the chat live with us right now, which is awesome. Uh, My shout-outs for holding Brucey to streaming when he said he would on Twitter. Uh, and joining him on the stream as well fish apparently i wasn't there for that bit but i was there when uh bruce called me out on being lazy and wikipediaing how to do games mate what the fuck turn my back for one second nice straight in it boom uh but awesome streaming he was doing some stardew valley uh it was good times uh so make sure you check it out
1: absolutely You, you stole my big shout out um I got to cut. basically everyone who joined me yesterday. It was good fun, uh, interesting conversation. The yes, about fish, we'll get into that a little bit later. <laughs> so stay tuned.
0: Awesome. Well, it is the Bitpad Podcast episode eighteen. Let's kick it. Uh. Hello everybody and welcome to the BitPat Podcast. Uh, we are sans Brent Copeland today. His computer has finally bit the dust, sadly. So we're, we're going on. Uh, if I had a tip my drink out for, for my homies in uh, in Huntsville, uh, shout out to Brent. Throw my hat on the ground. <laughs>
1: uh, it's been a long time coming. His computer's been dying for a while
0: two to three weeks it has uh, and uh you know what mine's not far behind it but we'll get to some news about that a bit later on uh today our show could be doomed bruce uh not because brent's not here but we got some goss in our spotlight this week about the doom reboot and if you're live uh with us right now or even after the fact on youtube or the podcast on itunes you can leave us a message on speakpipe.com slash the bitpad and we will play it right here live on the show uh, ask us something or just leave us a comment we'd love to interact with you more so please get on that
1: yes we do and uh, you can live tweet us at the bitpad and we can answer your questions or read your comments live on the show as mm. well mm-hmm. uh, and of course follow us on twitter and like us on facebook to stay in the loop because
0: that's that's a good thing to do
1: dear gamer diary
0: I'm liking the, uh, the vibe of today's show, Bruce. It's going to be a quick one, I feel, because I've got amiibos to hunt out, <laughs> out in the real world. It's amiibo day here, uh, so I'm keen to get out there. But, uh I might
1: slow you down. Um I might slow you down so you can't catch those amiibos. Oh, you might, you son of a bitch. Uh,
0: what, what have we been up to this week? Um, Brent's obviously been uh, wrestling his technology Um which is sad. I wonder if he made his other podcasts though. He does have six of them, so I'll be interested to see if this is the only one he skipped <laughs> If you know Ooh. what I'm saying.
1: Now you had a shot at you had a shot at me for knives. So I mean, what was that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, knives. <laughs> yes. That's true. Uh, nah.
1: Look, I know I know. Brent d- has had a lot of technology challenges yeah. and he did say he he probably miss his other podcasts too. So I'm sure Mr. Copeland will make those up and he will be with us next week providing all technology challenges have been overridden.
0: I know. Speaking of technology anyhow, challenges, um, I actually just put in my order for a new computer myself because um, I'm sick of wrestling mm. this beast into into shape before re- every show. Um, so I've ordered it. It's It's... It's a custom Mac build for those of you playing at home. It's um, it's a Mac, so you've probably already been sick in your mouth a little bit, but uh, it's a bit of a beast. Uh, I was looking at the stats on it, and the stats on the new Macs are phenomenal. I'm getting myself a 4 gigahertz um, thing with all the bits and the pieces, and uh, I'm very excited about it. The, the video card itself has 2 gigs of video RAM. I didn't even know they went that high. This The one I'm on now has got 512 megs. <laughs> Of video RAM. So, uh, wow. Mate,
1: are you living in 1980? Because uh, apparently
0: I am. So, you know. this this computer is clearly, <laughs> clearly done its dash. Um, so the new one's on its way, which is awesome. Uh, I've also hit up some Minecraft casually. Uh, just, uh, I haven't streamed it because I, I've, it's literally been in like rundown time when I just kind of want to chill and yeah. do boring stuff and I'm just like digging digging out places Um, but I'll get back to streaming that um, probably today even Um, but yeah you've been you've been hitting some stream action
1: yeah yeah so uh, I've only been playing Stardew Valley Uh, there should be no surprises there Um, we did a four-hour stream yesterday Uh, the big German fish sausage joined me
0: Uh, we got onto a weird
1: conversation about fish um, specifically around uh, some Canadian gentlemen who decided that fish would be a good thing to have a go at. Okay. Oh. with uh, So no no need for any uh, blowjobs from those guys. They went and seen some f- cod and uh, gave themselves some blowjobs with cod. Okay. It turned a bit pear-shaped. Yeah, that sounds like <laughs> The conversation like a- went a bit pear-shaped.
0: Feels like a hairy chat room. Um, How's the viewership on um, Stardew? Because I know it's quite popular on Twitch at the moment.
1: uh, Twitch overall yesterday, Stardew Valley had about 5,500 views across the board. Mm. Um, We had four or five people teetering in, six or seven teetering in. Um, So it wasn't too bad. The time zone was a little bit... Iffy for, for anyone outside of Australia, obviously, because yeah, uh, hard
0: for us, sort it? of
1: really? the 1am-ish so for Kilmore and yeah. Ellie, who, who joined us, it was about 3am for her and um, the US, it would have been sort of uh, late night. So um, it wasn't a great time. Yeah. Uh for the world, but uh yeah. Stardew Valley's pretty pretty popular still on on YouTube I think and we we've got some news a little bit later on about some mods for Stardew and Yeah, it was good times. We sort of just kicked back and um I played a bit and talking about fish and then we got on to food and so not not your usual stream, but uh that's that's what we're all about and don't sort of not streaming well i don't stream just to to smash the game out we're, we're there to enjoy ourselves and have a chat and away we go
0: yeah stardew valley um You've... how are you finding it because i didn't realize it was so uh it's almost got some rpg elements in there like i thought it was just here's your farm go yeah. some. but there's not there's a little town there's love interests to to collect uh <laughs> to collect oh hello um
1: to collect yeah absolutely um and like well funny you say that um we did actually lose gherkin quite early on in the stream um he was borderline whether he wanted to play that uh stardew and once we got to the fishing mechanic in the game uh he was sold he went out and bought the game and downloaded it and started playing it and we lost him from the stream (laughs) good times well (laughs) um so yeah absolutely it's a little rpg it's not just about farming and and as i said on the stream early on yesterday i've got 170 odd hours clocked up in stardew valley and um
0: yeah i've seen that
1: i've done very little very very little farming um because of the whole adventure down the mine shaft components the whole you know giving people gifts and getting a, a love interest um the whole you know looking for for books to replace what's been stolen out of the library oh. um the fishing component, the the item bundles that you have to get to unlock stuff that happen in different seasons. There's a lot more to it than just a farming simulator. Yeah. So, no, um,
0: cool.
1: yeah, I think that's why it's, it, it's so popular is it's not just a farming simulator. Yeah, it's sort of portrayed as one. So, mm. you know, you look at it and you go, oh, that's just another, another work simulator. It, it's
0: not. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, I've I, I don't sorry, just oh god just technology being a, a butt nugget uh, I wouldn't mind if you <laughs> could uh, maybe switch your camera off and back on again it seems to have a huge delay for no reason at all now but it's not a problem if you're listening oh, yours, to oh yours is doing the same for me as well oh really maybe that's just the what we've got to deal with um, I've also been playing Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival Bruce would you even believe it? <laughs> i wouldn't (laughs) um but i have i've been doing it and the more i play it the more i really kind of enjoy it yes it's it's missing some stuff and it's uh it's it's got a few little kinks in it that i feel like could be ironed out but i don't i don't think they're going to do it but um you earn these tickets every time you play and then you can spend those tickets on mini games and i unlocked a really cool mini game uh where you uh Go around this desert island trying to escape it with three amiibos that you've scanned in with your cards. Um, the only three amiibo cards I have are the one that came in the game, um, but so I've been playing with them, and that's actually really kind of fun and nifty. Um, and the of its like the whole new game in there. And, and then also you can spend the tickets on putting um, like features, like fountains and public restrooms and stuff, in on the board in the board game part and that can add new paths and different stuff which i've enjoyed doing as well so it's it's kind of pretty good for what it is i feel like everyone's expectations that it was going to be like a mario party kind of ruined its launch (laughs) um but it's actually kind of nifty Hmm. so that that was going
1: to be my question is is it mario party because it it looks kind of mario party um I was thinking of getting it um, to play, you know, for Jackson. But I thought, well, it, it looks kind of Mario Party. Is it an actual game, or is it like just all mini games in a board?
0: There are no mini games. So there's a board, uh, and you basically walk around, landing on either good spaces or bad spaces, and the you either get money or happiness from good spaces or you lose money and happiness from bad spaces. Then, you know, every few rounds, uh, an Animal Crossing dude will come visit the town and do stuff. So it might be like Fortune Teller who gives you a a card um, which will, you know, if someone rolls a three, every time someone rolls a three, you get money. Um, Or it might be the fox who sells you... um, item cards that do different things like roll a six automatically or move backwards or double dice that kind of thing um Mm. then there'll be like fishing tournaments where you land on a space and depending on the color of the space depends on how big the fish is and the biggest fish at the end of the round wins happiness and money um so it's all basically chance cards from monopoly basically um but then there's the stock market, the stalk market. Sorry, where you you buy and sell turnips. Um, so every Sunday, this uh, boar, her name is Joan, she shuffles on in and she sells you turnips for a price. Uh, and then, starting on Monday, the the turnip stalk price is on every space a different price, and it'll either be steady prices across the board, or the the, the turnip prices might crash one round and then you'd be like fuck I didn't sell my turnips or, or they might fluctuate and you might get a huge return on your turnips and it's all about kind of like risk risking rolling a better number risk and reward better. yeah so uh, and that's kind of the way you win because you can make a shitload of money and at the end of the day the most money turns into the most happiness turns into the winner there are some things in right. it like um, that really do need a polish uh like the end of the game literally it goes let's see who won you won and it's like oh whereas if you do the fishing tournament it takes about six minutes to get through the text of them showing you who won the fucking fishing tournament even though you're standing there on the podium like first second and third the whole time this is happening and it's like what <laughs> the reveal is weird but um besides that it's a very casual game it's nice to just sit there and just flutter about the board um, we streamed some of it with uh, Sarah and Aaron uh, over the week last, uh, towards the end of last week um, which was fun um, and that was, I recorded that so I'll splice together a sort of best of moment so you can get a feel for the game Uh, yeah that'd be cool I might check it out
1: Um, did you get her to bring all her cards over as well Yeah, so you could unlock everything yeah
0: so those amiibo cards really (laughs) really work in this game they do a whole bunch of stuff apart from the mini games outside of the actual core game that you can play you use them for that they all have different dice rolls and abilities and and in this uh, desert game this like desert island game um deserted island I should say um Every character has a different, like, set of stats. So, like, you move... You, uh, anyway, so they have different powers and stats. Like, I can fish out food or I can yeah. um, see further or I can move quicker through water, that kind of shit. So, 400 characters with different yeah, stats yeah. is pretty cool. Um, you can also scan wow. them in to live in your board game village. So, it's like a little town and then you can call upon them like if you want to roll a four exactly because that's what you want to land on, you can use the amiibo card of the cat with the four and they roll the dice for you and they have a higher chance of rolling a four than you do. So I think they have like two or three of the spaces be fours and then you have a chance like a higher chance of rolling fours. A better chance of doing it. Yeah. yeah. So it's kinda kind nif- cool. It's kinda of nifty and um you can swap who's in your village out whenever you want and it's fun. So it's, it's nice casual if you take away the sort of super competitive action party vibe yep. of Mario Party and you're left with this kind of chill maybe play with your mum kind of game I don't know it's it's really relaxed I have really enjoyed it
1: <laughs> casual party so do you think it's more designed for 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 younger the younger generation
0: See that's funny because that I, I would, Yeah I would say for someone like Jackson it might the game might be a bit long, whereas Mario Parties are action-packed and they kind of shortened it these days. With the short bus now, now game lasts about half an hour. The every game I've played so far goes for over an hour, um, and the more players you have, the longer it takes. So I don't know whether someone as young as Jackson, you know, under under seven, m- might get bored. But I don't, <clears throat> I don't have yeah. kids, so I don't know. There's a lot of words. There's a lot of reading um and a lot of waiting for your turn type thing and then there's the math and the the turnip thing and it might be a bit much for young kids but then like between ages 10 and you know almost 20 they want the the mini games and stuff so i yeah i don't know who it's for it's it's very casual gamers and it's (laughs) definitely pointed directly at the animal crossing fandom um so yeah, know. Yeah. Well, I, I would say give it a go and see what you think before um, I suggest uh, getting it because to anyone because uh, it's it's such a peculiar game, <laughs> but I like it. Um, oh,
1: interesting! I have to check it out when I come around on Monday mm. and uh, yeah, well, and we'll, see how we'll, we go. We'll play
0: around um, in
1: the in the chat room. Couple couple of comments there. Um, Kilmore said 1am, question mark. The stream ended at effing 3am. I know when it ended, I was referring to, we didn't start until sort of about 1am-ish for you. Um, and that's right. Kilmore was there the whole time. It was interesting. Um, and Blaze had a comment in here around something that I can't remember where it is now. Uh. Uh, oh that's right uh, about Stardew Valley he's played a bit of Stardew Valley um, and to him it's it's like tra- Ti- tiaria meets Pokemon Terraria and Pokemon um, no.
0: I don't know yeah so oh, yeah, I, interesting uh, I mean
1: I'm not sure where the Pokemon bit comes from unless you've got the mod installed maybe
0: yeah. don't know. I don't know I don't know either because you not... don't catch anything no let's go on to other than fish things
1: oh
0: yeah let's check out the sound bits from the week welcome to the madhouse batman i set a track and you sprang it gloriously you have no idea what loss is i'll relinquish one bullet
1: where do you want it face it genius you've been played Oh, really?
0: <gasps> I will not allow you to leave this planet! And uh, we had a guest from Shrine Master Joe last week, and I feel it was wrong. It was almost right. They got four out of five correct, but they've since jumped on speakpipe.com slash the bitpad and left us another message correcting their mistake. Let's see if they got it this time. Hi, Bitpad. Shrine Master Joe here again the answers to the sound challenge i got number five wrong last time so this is the correct list number one mark hamill number two troy baker three jennifer Hale. four steve valentine and number five playing cortana in halo 4 mackenzie mason Have a good- no uh i thought their latest thing corrected themselves but i was wrong maybe they corrected themselves in the chat room or not but they have still got four wrong four four right I don't
1: know what's going on here because I was on the show last week
0: that is that is uh, four out of five correct we've got uh, Mark Hamill played the Joker in Arkham Asylum Troy Baker played Joel in The Last of Us Jennifer Hale played Fem Shep in Mass Effect Jen Taylor played Cortana in Halo 4 you've got one of them wrong and you've got till the end of the show to correct it and at the end of the show chat room if you want to swoop in and and beat them we'll hear the sounds one more time and I'll show you which ones What's that What's that there What's that? it is here it is here it is here it is here it is Welcome that's to Mark Hamill Madhouse, to say that i said a trap and you sprang it
1: glorious
0: you have that's no troy baker idea from the last of us what loss is relinquish Jennifer hale from mass effect it. face it genius. you've been played who's that oh really I will not Jen Taylor allow from you to leave Halo this 4. Planet! Uh, if by the end of the show we don't have a complete winner, Shrine Master Joe takes away the prize. Uh, which will be exciting. Oh, ho, ho. oh let's hit the news, Bruce I'm looking goes. for a
1: new looking forward to the new one next yes, week.
0: Next week new sound bits, entirely a new, new sound, sound bits next week. Uh, I really thought he had that, but he doesn't. So that's great. <laughs> to the news desk! As I slip off the camera Pokemon in Stardew Valley uh, Poke-do-valley is an effort to grab every Pokemon themed mod for the Stardew Valley uh, and so far you can replace most of your animals with Pokemon of similar size and type uh, some of the monsters have been replaced as well and it's an ongoing effort to turn Pokeju Valley into... Oh, well, exactly that, Pokeju Valley. (laughs) Uh, It's just the beginning for this mod, but it might actually make me want this game to be available on Mac.
1: (laughs) Interesting. Speaking of people who want things, China. China are buying land all over the world now, and it looks like they're going to scoop up RuneScape next. Oh. Um, Shangdong Honda Mining Corporation, um, a Chinese mining firm, has made a deal to purchase Runescape developer Jagex for three hundred million dollars. Oh my god! Uh, deal Street Asia reports that it's a done deal, while a post on the Runescape forums describes it as a potential acquisition. Okay. Um, since then, Jagex has sent a statement to PC Gamer indicating that reports the acquisition has been completed are incorrect. Uh, JugX has entered into a non-exclusive, non-binding arrangement for a potential acquisition, uh, it said, and the negotiations surrounding the acquisition are ongoing and remain very much business as usual for the company. So, who knows? The mining industry could be uh, delving into gaming.
0: Crazy. Diablo 2 gets its first patch since 2011. Uh, This update focuses on glitches on modern operating systems. This is great news for the Diablo 2 community, which is still going strong today, and especially for Mac users like me. We had to shelve the game a few years back when our computers moved away from Power PCs um, to the Intel, whatever they are now. Uh, Now we have a shiny new installer for OS X. Uh, might fire it up again, play it till Act 2, get sick of it, then go grinding Paragons for no reason at all in Diablo 3. <laughs>
1: yeah, sounds for fun. Uh, Witcher 3 has walked away from the 2016 Game Developer Choice Awards as uh, Game of the Year. Uh, frankly, I'm not surprised, but still a little salty that it was not Fallout 4. Uh-huh. Uh, the other big winner of the night was Sam Barlow's Her Story, walking away with best handheld mobile game best yeah. narrative and the innovation award okay. uh, her story isn't something that I've played but might be worth checking out at some point
0: yeah I don't know about that game either
1: yeah and, uh, I know uh, I I don't know either, um, and given it's me again, uh, 130 hours is all it took for one gamer, Chaos 3SK, to hit the Divisions level cap in both the main game, which is capped at level 30, and the separately leveled Dark Zone, which is capped at level 99. Um, he may soon be able to go even higher. Uh enterprising division players were recently able to glitch their way beyond the game's designed confines and made their way into Central Park and beyond, suggesting that the currently incomplete locale may be the location of a future expansion. Uh, And you know, what did he get for all of his effort? Well, Ubisoft said after playing the game for 130 hours, he now holds bragging rights to being the first player in the world to reach max level and max Dark Zone rank just a week after the game come out.
0: That's crazy. And finally in news today, Eric Medale, a creative design director of the Pokemon franchise, has been killed tragically during a freak storm in Seattle. Credited for no less than eight games in the Pokémon franchise, last Sunday he was driving with one of his daughters when high winds dropped a massive pine tree directly onto his car. His daughter was freed by a passerby, but Medell himself died at the scene. A fundraising page has been set up to help send his daughters to college, and already over 860 donors have raised almost $75,000 to honor Eric's expectation that his daughters would make it to college. Uh, sad news, but um. It's, it's really good that he's got the support out there for his daughters. And that, sadly, tops off our news today. Oh, just a couple of those things I'd like to talk about. The, um... The division... Uh, being so mm. so be, being able to reach your level cap of both modes in under a week—that's a bit crazy, isn't it? That's not that's not great. I mean, I don't really play games where you level up seriously, but that seems a bit. Yeah. So uh,
1: essentially, different. this this guy's on holidays at the moment from work and 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 just played the game constantly, obviously for one hundred and thirty hours in in under a week. It, it's a it's a lot of gaming. It's lot. Um, that is a lot. But it's essentially, he... Yeah, exactly. For the Dark Zone piece, where there's obviously a lot of leveling that needs to happen in grinding, uh, he actually sat there and worked out what was the optimal path to take yeah. and the optimal enemies to kill, and that's all he killed. Yeah. So he makes mention that um, the, the level 30 monsters are the ones he was killing because, um, you know xp per hour was was at its maximum level 31 you'd get a little bit more xp but they were harder to kill and a little bit more dangerous so you know i don't know where where do you draw the line in entertainment in a game where all you're doing is smashing it to max level and taking the most optimum path to get there like
0: where's the enjoyment I know. I mean but I I'm worried that like 130 hours is isn't enough time to sink into a game to you know max out. Um it feels like it's too easy to level up on this game maybe, but uh maybe he's just playing it in a peculiar way that uh, the developers hadn't foreseen. And also this this uh glitching himself into another part of the map is that something that needs to be addressed too? Well, well, uh, that
1: wasn't him. That was other members of okay. the community.
0: And also, I've been seeing people um, falling like, falling through the floor in that game. Like, this game is seriously fucked, yeah. according to what I've been seeing. Um, <laughs> you,
1: the other thing, too, is, you know, you mentioned 130 hours, is it enough? If you take a step back and look at a lot of games, is yeah. most games don't have much more gameplay than that.
0: That's um, true. I was thinking... Unless um, you're playing an MMO. Yeah, well, that's what I thought this was. It's kind of an that's MMO, why. isn't it? But maybe I'm wrong.
1: Yeah, I haven't looked into it a bit. It, it may be I'll have a bit more of a dive. But even still, 130 hours is a lot of gameplay for is. the average gamer.
0: It is. Yeah.
1: Um, you're always going to have somebody that's going to sit there. There's always going to be that guy. Yes. That tries to finish the game as quick as he can. Yeah. Um, I mean, and if you you look at a lot of you know games generally, I think. You know, fifty to sixty hours of gameplay is about, on average, for a lot of those, mm. for a lot of single player games and that sort of thing. But you don't sit there and smash it out in no. sixty hours. They no, don't. Um, I mean, you look at di- things like Diablo and and some of the games I've played and finished in short periods of time. That you know, you've played for weeks. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I thought, yeah. So it. it it just comes down to how, how much effort you want to put in, and I guess it comes back to you know where's the enjoyment. Obviously, this person just either a really wanted the achievement to be the first person in the world to finish the game, and mm. and thought, hey, maybe if I'm the first person, Ubisoft will give me something cool. Well, Ubisoft have said, congratulations, you're the <laughs> so you
0: did it. Well um, done.
1: Yeah, uh, just. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Ju- just jumping over the chat, uh, Kilmore says in the chat that the delay is almost 10 minutes. Wow. Uh, I J.B. Blay- J.B. J, J. says I've <laughs> I had a like-hate relationship with Twitch in uh I do. I like the new features they bring, but the buffer and delay is always an issue for with me, almost always at least.
0: Yeah, um, Twitch has got some issues, but uh, we're dealing with it. Another one I wanted to just touch on was the Runescape thing. Now that game, uh, I don't know anything about. It sounds like something you would though, and and three hundred million is that? Is that a is that a figure that seems accurate to pay for such a franchise?
1: Yeah, I don't know uh, Runescape. I don't. I've not played Runescape. Runescape's uh, an MMO, and unfortunately Brent's not here because he'd he'd have a lot to say about this one.
0: Maybe we'll talk about
1: um, we we might talk about it when Brent's here, but um yeah, I don't know. We're we're three hundred million and what confuses me is like, you know, it's uh it's a mining industry, like it's
0: Yeah, the mining firm. These aren't
1: these aren't Chinese place. gold miners in game.
0: Yeah, no. Are they just sort yeah, of like buying it out and going, Okay, keep making it, but now we take the profits? Uh or are they looking to do something with the franchise that maybe only that kind of money can do um
1: and that's a very good question and there's nothing to say here you know there's two sides to every story there's nothing to say that developers haven't uh, you know gone out and said we want to do this with the game but we're going to need a significant amount of funding Mm. um but i suspect um if shangdong buy it uh, I suspect it'll be for the sake of expanding their portfolio of their business. Yeah. Um, and potentially branching out of the mining industry per se as well. Maybe they
0: finally um, lined out the map. The with
1: world. Yeah, with with not, not necessarily the view to change the game or maybe they do. Maybe the the the, the board of directors for Shang all love RuneScape and they <laughs> went, fuck it, let's buy it.
0: Let's buy it. It's ours now. Yeah, interesting stuff. Um, let's move on to our spotlight discussion this week. Uh, I wish I had some sound effects for it, but I don't. Anyway, this week we're talking all things Doom. Brucey, what have you found?
1: That's right. Uh, so, this week there was a 43-second trailer uh, titled Multiplayer Maps Explored for Doom, oh. um, the upcoming game re- being redone by Bethesda. Um, I'm not sure I would go as far as saying it explores the multiplayer maps, but it does give us a good view on what the maps are going to sort of look like quickly and what we can sort of see in there. Um, the maps in question are Evacuation, which is a, a modest size UCA mining outpost. Um, watch out for the rock grinders. So a bit of a tip there, don't fall in those rock grinders. They might crush you to pieces. Wow. Um, infernal, uh, it's a mid-sized hell map with both interior and exterior elements. Lots of platforms, chasms, um, and teleporters. There's the Chasm. Uh, it's a massive map. It takes you deep below a polar ice cap uh, of Mars and uh, looks like a great place to play freeze tag. <laughs> Disposal, it's a smaller map. Um, it's the main waste processing facility for UCA, research and residential complexes. Uh, unsurprisingly, it's full of radioactive slime.
0: Oh, nice. That's what
1: you want. Uh, oh, Yeah. Uh, Helix, uh, this is where they experiment with demons and develop advanced weaponry, which naturally makes it perfect for a quick round of clan arena. Um, I imagine, too, you're probably going to get random demons spawning in that one, too, to just fuck with you. Mm. Um, Perdition, which is disjointed and still uh, Sadistic. Uh, it's an ancient arena populated by the agonized moans of unfortunate souls who have suffered within its realm. Um, sacrilegious, which is set within a fracture of hell. The map offers clear lines of sight and fast movement or die faster, so a bit more open. Uh, Heatwave, which is an industrial UCA facility with glistening halls that will soon be slicked with human and demon blood, Mm -hmm. and beneath. So before being beamed into Earth, the energies of hell are harnessed in this uh, symmetrical and cavernous location.
0: Mm. I've heard a lot of the multiplayer um, is bringing back people's memories of um, Unreal tournament uh yeah uh, so
1: i look at the unreal I, I look at it and go unreal or maybe even quake
0: yeah well that's what i was i'm like uh, i don't know about unreal but this reminds me of buddy quake quake 2 multiplayer deathmatch they called it then mm. it's great time. yeah
1: absolutely um so maps contain teleporters bounce pads which can can use by both humans and demons Um, explosive barrels, which is something we've come to expect from Doom games, and also hazardous containers which explode but also leave behind glowing green slime that does damage to anyone that's unlucky enough to step in it. Radioactive slime, fire, and energy plasma hazards will do damage to humans, but demons will be immune. Lava pits and pits of death, (laughs) Uh, on the other hand, are insta-kills for everybody.
0: So, humans and demons, does that mean we get to decide what we play as? Would there be like a team fortress thing or demons against humans, or is it just all on all? I'm not entirely
1: entirely sure. I get the impression that you'll always be playing humans, Hmm. but but demons demons will be unleashed within the maps as like a secondary hindrance kind of thing.
0: That kind of makes sense. It would be nice to be able to play as like a... Oh, as an imp or, or something like that, though, that'll be pretty cool. But then again, uh, it's delving into the yeah. sort of Left for Dead territory, there, isn't it?
1: Absolutely, and then it, and then it'll delve into you know who has the advantage. Mm. Demon will be left with one sort of weapon, whereas the humans are open to all the guns. So, I suspect it'll be all humans, yeah, um, and right. then it'll and the just thing- be.
0: I think demons that, um, will be unleashed
1: within the maps. I've not seen anything to indicate otherwise. Yeah,
0: I think those uh, radioactive slime, fire, and plasma hazards that do damages to humans, I was waiting for the, the thing that only does damage to the demons, but there is none. So it makes sense that the, the demons might be AI-controlled and just a hindrance and hazard. Um, like Bethesda's written, you'll stay in constant motion to stay alive. Every map is constructed to keep the action brutally fast-paced. And these multi-tiered combat arenas are littered with hazards and packed with items that can turn the tide of combat at a moment's notice. And while they all have secrets for you to uncover, none of them are built to allow for easy sniping or hiding points. Fred will be most disappointed in that.
1: Absol- absolutely. So, it, it, And I think that that's going to be great because it gets rid of all of those snipers like
0: fred yeah well i remember quake 2 back in the day playing that death match and it was frantic and fast-paced moving all the time but then you would you get pineappled by fred who's sniping up in up in one corner. Like, oh my <laughs> god do you have to just be the shittest person here
1: <laughs> yeah exactly so it sounds like you know they're gonna try and move away from having those corners where pineapple fred can can hide <laughs> yeah. uh which would be great Yeah.
0: Um,
1: Um, The Doom Close beta is accessible to people who pre ordered Wolfenstein the New Order. Uh, It will kick off at 10 p.m. ET. On the 31st of March, and will run until 11.59 ET on the 3rd of April. Full game is set to come out on the 13th of May. Um, now, I didn't pre-order Wolfenstein, so I haven't got into the beta, but if uh, by chance Bethesda wants to throw me key, please do. <laughs>
0: please do. I'll be all excited about it. Uh, that was our spotlight. Doom It's pretty exciting. It's looking very cool. Like like we say every time we, we mention it, it's, it looks super old-school arcade Uh, fast-paced, it looks great. Um, I'm excited for the single-player aspect of the game. Uh, See if I can get some scares in me. But um, even this multiplayer looks great.
1: I'm excited for the whole thing. What I would like to see, though, is the ability to have, like, multiplayer, like your own multiplayer server, so that, like, we could all play on a server and we could get uh, people to join like listeners to be able to play on the server but we don't have to deal with all the people that are playing doom 24 yeah. 7 yeah they just pone everybody because well, nothing hey no no nothing shits me more than joining a server where there's one dude that's just raping everybody and nobody ends up having any fun
0: yeah because one guy is taking it too seriously and has played it for 130 hours and is the highest level <laughs>
1: that's that's right um so yeah uh just in the chat room uh Lord Kilmer says where's that sound bits challenge thing again he missed the sounds because of Twitch. you You have no idea what loss is I'll relinquish one bullet where do you want it face it genius you've been played
0: oh really I will not allow you to leave this planet! There you go. There you go, Kilmore. For you as we move on to our... Best Game. KO! It's the best game, KO, and it's kind of exciting that uh, Brent's not here to ruin my hopes and dreams of some of my favorite games making it to the top ten. Uh... <laughs> But it's not going to stop. Brucey, we've taken the 100 best games of all time as voted by some people at some point. Um, And we are knocking out all of the games until we're left with one. We're taking turns. We've got some powers. We've got a swanky swing at the end after we've killed our two for today each. Um, We can swanky swing to swap a game out. That's uh, already been... Uh, taken out to give it a better chance or something that we believe deserves to be on the list. Uh, we'll get to that a bit later. Um, Brucey, how many should we do this week since there's only two of us?
1: Well, I'm, I know we were talking about culling all the duplicates. Do we want to do that today or do we want to wait till Brentosaurus is back next week?
0: Well, what I've done in our list that nobody can see at home is I've grouped all of the uh, the list into sort of similar properties um similar genres we've got our sort of sandbox um gta style stuff and there's a couple of gta's in there there's uh online shooters are uh, offline shooters um that kind of thing so i mean now it's just easier for us to see what's sort of been doubling up and maybe it'd be easier for us to go you know what the best online shooter is call of duty Four modern warfare i would never say that in real life but um i would just go with you just said it why why did you say that go go with what you go with what you want and um we'll see i you know i don't I don't particularly want to be like okay, there's six elders on there. there can only be one at the end of today, like I just feel like that's not fair on how good those games are there's there's a reason there's six Zelda games in the top one hundred like. I think they should stay there as long as they possibly can. That's right. um, But here's some news <laughs> Look,
1: I'm with you. You know how I feel about the Zelda franchise, yeah. so I'm not going to be touching those anytime soon. Um, um, I kind of feel a little bit dirty blowing things off the list without Brent.
0: Yeah, well, let's only do two each, and I'm not going to do anything that he would get upset about, I don't think. So um, I'll go first. Uh, I know one of his pet hates is the amount of Final Fantasies on the list, so I'm going to get rid of one for him. Uh, on, on our list of JRPGs we've got four um, JRPGs left and two of them are Final Fantasy games so I'm going to get rid of Final Fantasy 9 um, because out of the two Final Fantasies there, Final Fantasy 10 I think is better because it sort of pushed it. Final Fantasy 9 was the same as 7 VII and 8 uh, it went back to it's roots in terms of story and characters and it was kind of cool and cute and the music was great but Ten stepped it up a notch. It had voice acting. It had uh, a great story, uh, stunning cinematics, and stuff like that. So I, I feel, I enjoyed Ten better. The Sphere Grid system for leveling up was was great. It moved away from the just just you level up and shit. Um, it made grinding fun because you got this reward aspect for. Um, you know, placing where you wanted to level up your characters was really cool. So, 10 is better than 9, in my opinion. I'm getting rid of 9. KO! Boom. Nobody wow, knows. there it goes. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's all gone.
0: That was, uh, out was here. What number was that? That was um, number 73 on the list. So, it's gone. 73. It's gone. Out of there.
1: <laughs> um... I'm going to nuke number number nineteen, which is Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Um, we've got Red Dead Redemption, and we've got Grand Theft Auto Five and San Andreas. Yeah, they are sort uh, I think of. The Five sandbox. is going to be the yeah. best game here. Yeah, I, I feel San like... Andreas was good. Don't get me wrong; I really enjoyed playing that. But uh, I think Five Five has got a a, a lot more in it. It's, it's San Andreas is where it really little started little
0: yeah San Andreas really started to, to push the envelope of what this game was in terms of content and the actors that are put it in the script and that kind of thing um, but yeah like you said GTA 5 is just it's the perfect GTA game currently we're not going to see another GTA game for at least I would I would bet three four years because GTA 5 is so fucking stunning <laughs> and, and you know that I reckon they burnt out so I, I, this was actually on my list to call today so well done K-O! San Andreas number 19 down well lucky I got a backup um cause I'm getting rid of Mass Effect is everybody alright with that yep uh, there's two Mass Effects on our list number 30 is Mass Effect and Mass Effect 2 hit number 18 um, like most sequels Mass Effect 2 enhanced everything for the better including a far superior storyline um, everyone hated the end of Mass Effect 3 so that leaves Mass Effect 2 as the best one in the series I imagine uh, people might think I'm not sure but I'm getting rid of the first one because while it did set it all up 2 is, is superior Good. Liking it.
1: There it goes. Uh, now I'm I'm, I'm going to negotiate. Now I know I said before I'm Shit. I'm not going to touch Zelda anytime soon, Shit. but I think there's one in there that, that we could get rid of today. Okay. Um, give it to. Well, given that we have five of them in there,
0: there's there's three of them. Um, that, oh my I, God. I, It better be the only one I will oh. take off. Otherwise, shit's going to get real
1: real quick. <laughs> And that's why I'm open to negotiation okay. here, right? So, for me, of those five, Windwalker would be the one I remove. Mm. Either Windwalker or Twilight Princess would be the two I, one of the two I remove.
0: Well, the fact that you don't even What is know, your thought? Well, then? the fact that you don't even know that it's Wind Waker means you've never played it. Oh, yeah. No, it means <laughs> I, I
1: didn't. I have played it. I played it on uh, Wii. Um, I have it on Wii. I just didn't read it properly.
0: Look, uh, for me, basically all the Zeldas are there, Link to the Past from the SNES, uh, Ocarina, Majora's Mask, Wind Waker, and Twilight Princess are still on the list because they're, they're all bloody amazing games. And if I was to say mm. um, what which one of those needs to come off the list first, I would say Twilight Princess because it's basically uh, a dark reskin of Ocarina, whereas Wind Waker is vastly different in in how it looks and and plays on that great ocean. Majora's Mask is such a peculiar departure from the Zelda formula. Ocarina of Time built the formula in 3D and Link to the Past is the fucking best predecessor of all of the Zeldas on the SNES. Absolutely. Um, Whereas Twilight Princess is just the samey sames again of ocarina of time in my opinion yeah you can turn into a wolf but it's finicky i've been watching dan play it um almost daily um the hd remake and Mm. while it looks great and the story is kind of cool the the there's all these vast lands that don't look lived in um hyrule is so huge but there's no cunt in it so you end up teleporting everywhere it just feels like an empty an empty game um while it looks great and some of the mechanics and some of the items you get are really cool it doesn't like I played it through and it was so forgettable for me I was like I'm watching it now going oh yeah I remember this I remember that yeti I remember making that soup I remember that weird boss that shat eggs everywhere it was gross I remember that but it doesn't stick with me like literally all the other zeldas so that's the one I would push you to remove (laughs) And Wind Waker's Absolutely. great. Absolutely, and that that's twice. why I said it was... Wind Waker would probably almost yeah, be the so... next one to come off the list for me, but... Um, so I think you had it right with one of those two. But I played Wind Waker twice and and 100 percent of them both times. Like, fucking loved it. Loved it.
1: Mm. And, like, don't get me wrong, I played Wind Waker as a set on Wii. Um, and I loved it as well, but it comes down to, you know, you've got five, you've got five Zeldas. Yes. They're all fucking great. Yes. Where do you go? And, the, and for me, it's got to be one of those two. Amazing and, Zeldas is the um, amazing. Given I haven't played a lot of Twilight Princess, I'll, I'm going to go, yep, Twilight Princess has to go then.
0: Yeah, I'm happy with that. It's number 23, which is, which is pretty high on the list. Like, that's the second highest of the five Zeldas on that list. And I think that, I think that list is a bit whack because they've got Ocarina of Time as number two of all time and while it's great I feel like it's probably not the best Zelda game uh, to, to me out of those
1: five A Link to the Past is the best one of yeah
0: I, I feel like Ocarina is going to suffer the same thing as Final Fantasy 7 where it's it's nostalgia bonus over actual actual reminiscing of mm-hmm. what the game was like but um goodbye Twilight Princess you're dead to us that's two each do we want to do another one? I feel like this list is never going to end. I want to do, <laughs> do another one. Uh, in the chat room, the lag is
1: pretty bad, and JBJ Blaise has said, well, just in case, thanks for the great show and good night.
0: Good <laughs> night, JBJ. Thanks so much, uh, then... <laughs> um, I'm going to sneak out Deus Ex. who fucking needs it?
1: Oh, you sneaked one out. I did. Go on. Smash another one. From that
0: list of uh, I'm gonna,
1: I'm oh. gonna smash Okami out because it can't compete with Zelda. <laughs> good man, good man. It's gone number <laughs> eighty.
0: I should mention uh, Okami is Zelda as a as a fox or as a, as a wolf or some shit, and it's gorgeous and it looks great and it plays great and it's been remastered or something three times or some shit. Um, but yeah. It's just Zelda as a as a as a wolf. It's, so <laughs> it's Zelda as a wolf and how can it compete with Zelda? Yeah. That's it. Does anybody want to uh, use their swanky swing this week? I'm still saving mine till towards the end nope. because I'm just, I'm not stupid. <laughs> uh,
1: I'll, I'll be I'll be doing the same. But I think what we should do uh, is say at some point we have to use the swanky yeah. swings by yeah. a set point. Otherwise, it'll just come down to
0: yeah, yeah. I think I think you're right. A what? stalemate
1: of who wants
0: to use it. Maybe maybe swings. when we've got thirty or 40 left 30 left then we have to use one every I w- week
1: I was yeah I was going to say top 20 we have to start 20, using them and yep. by top 10 there needs to be no swanky swings yeah,
0: yeah I, I think so I, I would even push it back to by top 20 we're not swinging anymore because it'll get ridiculous I mean look at all these guns down the bottom i put them all down the bottom you know when did Mario Kart 64 yeah, well- leave by the way do you know when Mario
1: Kart 64? Uh, three weeks ago, I
0: think I killed yeah. that. You killed it. Oh, shit. I was like, where's Mario Kart 64 yeah. gone? What the fuck? That's all right. I'm going to put Mario it's Kart gone. on the list later. I killed can... <laughs> 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 yeah.
1: Mario Kart 64, that is. Because normal Mario Kart was still on there. And then Bam replaced that. Or oh, no, Dan put Double Dash on. Double Dash, yeah. And I think Bam Bam nuked... SNES. Mario Kart. Yeah. Snez, mm.
0: yeah. So it's amazing how you think they're there and then all of a sudden, fuck, where did they go? So, yeah, my, my powers are going to come in handy. Well, there it was. That was. Ah. Uh...
1: Best game.
0: Um, that was a great round. Sorry, Brent, you'll have your revenge later. Excuse me, guys. No, no, no.
1: It's time to wrap it up.
0: Not that I think he would be annoyed about anything we removed this week. Um, I think you'll be happy that it's been nicely, so. though. Um, and feel free, that there's a there's a group of uh, games down the bottom there, Brucey, if you want to put them where they're supposed to be. I don't know how they fit into duplicate things. Maybe they don't. But anyway, they're there. Uh,
1: so just like that, is that what you want me to do with them?
0: Just, uh... <laughs> yes, perfect. Um, <laughs> just delete them. <laughs> well, we did good to fill a show all by ourselves um, for a full hour. I'm pretty pretty impressed with us. Uh, but that is our show, and uh, um, I'm just going to check the speech. Just time. before we go,
1: JBJBlaze J- J- in the chat says, Shang Dong reminds me of Bong Cheng Dong. I, I-, I don't careful, know his reference, man. but careful, man. Man.
0: okay. Careful, mate. I, w- I wouldn't have said that. Uh they really are heaps far behind us, which is really sad. But um, hey, Twitch, what are you gonna do? Yeah. Given all the bandwidth to all your big players, uh, we've got no new speak pipes, we were... which means um, Shrine Master Joe wins the speak pipes. Uh, the one that you missed out on there, everybody in the club, hot tips, was actually where, where the fuck is it? Is Nolan North playing Nathan Drake? Um, so in Uncharted. In Uncharted, so yeah sad times and I know someone played him mm. did someone play him before Nolan North I don't know I'm not even going to get into that there's a new sound mix hey, next week uh, for everyone playing at home hopefully we'll have Brent back if not I don't know we, we need him back um, uh, if you want a shout out uh, on the show just tweet us at the bitpad and uh, we'll put you in our shout out section at the beginning of the show it's easy we don't have to find it ourselves you could just demand it if you want um, <laughs> uh, yeah we're on YouTube we're on Twitch we're on Twitter uh, we're on Facebook as well so whichever one of those takes your fancy uh, follow or subscribe and um, you won't miss anything that we do we're streaming a lot on Twitch the Bitpad, playing a bunch of different games uh, so check that out Um, There'll be
1: some more Stardew Valley this week, so stay
0: tuned. Stardew Valley! And we might do some Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival together when you're here on Monday. Um, Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I think you'll like it. There's that stock market element that I think you'll enjoy. Um, That could be deeper, but um, it's Animal Crossing. What do you want? What do you want?
1: Exactly. Um, well, as always, thanks for those in the chat that joined us. Uh, JBJ, Lord Kilmore, and uh, Chris, who turned up a bit later. Oh. Uh, thanks, guys, for joining. And uh, the Woogs, I know you're lurking back there, buddy. Uh, you can't hide from us.
0: <laughs> you can't. You can't do it. Thanks for joining, guys. You're a great
1: we'll, we'll see you all next week.
0: Bye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the BitPad Podcast.
1: Were you aware that you can follow our hosts on the Twitter? Follow at Extreme Beyond, at Brent Copeland, and at Bruce Uncut. Follow at the BitPad as well, and like our Facebook page over at facebook.com
0: slash the bitpad. Boom. Headshots. Bam there.